Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby Talk with Matt McCarthy and Alex Corbacero. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tours people. A balanced palate, nutrition for peak performance. And the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street, the world's best rugby pub. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. And I have none other than the replacement for Steve Lewis. Hell of a replacement. A hell of a replacement, Mr. Alex Corbacero, the world-class prop-turned-superstar broadcaster. Alex, welcome. Matt, great to be here. Great to fill a big seat to fill here today, but uh, looking forward to it. Not really, Alex. I mean, yeah. Easy, easy work. Easy, easy. You got the shoes. You got the feet. I got this. I got this. All right. All right. So, Alex, uh, let's get right to it. Let's get to Major League Rugby. Huge weekend. Yep. You know, just in our... It was a tough one. The picks didn't do me well this week. It was a tough one to call. Well, as far as the picks go, our man Steve Lewis, who you're replacing, actually is at now... 12 and 5. Yeah, but they're not official picks. They're not official. He doesn't have the pressure of the media standings on Instagram. He can't even, it doesn't even count because it's not under the same constraints. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. It's a valid point. We are in a group. It's like being in a fantasy league, but then you just pick your team on paper every week. And then instead of putting it in a league, and then you're like, no, I would win your league because I pick this week every week. Yeah, but he does it on camera here. So, sorry, mate. Okay. All right. Is it live? No. Yes. No. Just like it is right now. We're yeah. live, ladies and gentlemen. Truth teller. All truth right. bullets. Truth. They hurt yeah. the most. Uh, truth police. Alex Corbisero. Who knew? I know. All right. So, Alex, Sorry, Steve. let's look Sorry back. Joke. Right? San Diego is now on the top of the table. I, I really like San Diego. I rate them. The only I didn't pick them the first week was purely because they didn't have like any preseason games. Right. Basically, they had one scrimmage with their kind of best team as such and then went straight into MLR. But... The more games they're getting, the more I really like them. I think they're a huge contender this year. They have a really well-round team. They have some really good depth. The pack with Paddy Ryan is really solid it up there. And then they've got great you know, 9-10 control and then threats around. It, it, it's, they're an exciting team. And, uh, and you know they didn't disappoint this weekend. And their consistency four games in a row you know, shows it. Yeah, and you've got, uh, you've got 80-minute man. Lou Stanfill, who has been in 80 minutes of each of but one match and Honestly. came out with kicking and screaming of the, of the one that they took him out Honestly, I love watching him. I've, I've watched one game. That guy is just <laughs> wrecking people in defense, just smashing, and it is great. It gives them that physicality and that little bit of edge in defense is what they need and a you know, fair play to him. It's great to see him dust off the boots and get out there. Yeah, and, and, it's, and he doesn't waste any time annoying people, no, including his mates that he's been with <laughs> on the World Cup team. I know, he's confrontational, oh. let's put it that way. But I, I think you need that. He just he's him. They got so many like good hitters in that pack. Like defensively, they front up as well. It's good to see, and it's good for a kid like Devin Short to be playing with these guys, specifically Patty Ryan. A hundred caps in Super Rugby. Yeah, the Aussie. He's still only thirty. Alex, do you know any he's, other we, world? I think we played against each other in twenties. That's funny. And then I played against him in the Lions when he was at Waratahs. Yeah, we played them. I was going to ask you, do you know any other world class, top notch, healthy props? That are thirty or under, nah. that could possibly help an MLR team. 
Nah, I don't exist, mate. No? White whale, those you don't, are. You don't know those any white, of those? Nah, I don't know. I can swear I'm looking at one right yeah, now. Yeah, nah, nah. All right. Okay. I'm still calling the shot. I, he, I, it's he much takes, more he, fun behind. Like, yeah. I, as you know, it's much more fun behind the camera now than in front of it as such playing those games. Yeah, but with the MLR, we could mic you and put the camera on you. All right. That could maybe. be a whole Let's do it. Right? Yeah, sign me up. You heard it right here. James Kennedy, call. Uh, I'm his agent. Call Hit me up. Corbacero. Okay, but on the other side of the ball, for the the Austin Elite. Oh man, it's not Oof. looking good. It's not looking good. Oh and five. Um, you know, I never like to be negative, but there's not been a lot of promise either. I think that's the big thing. I think they really, where the teams that are doing well for me are the ones that recruited well at ten. I think if you recruit well at ten, maybe a tight head ten. Those positions need to be locked down in this league to give you that consistency, game management, the whole sort of game plan. And I think. That, to me, is where they've come undone a little bit. I don't think they have that out-and-out out 10 that can run the game for them and yeah. then just not enough sort of threats around the park yet. Let's, let's be optimistic and hope there's a turnaround. But the rate they're going and they've had all the big chunk of the home games, it's, it's probably not the best place to be. It's interesting that's coming from a front row guy talking about the number 10, where I was going to say also one and three. Yeah, and the pack as well. I think you've know? you got to shore up your set piece. And then you and you have a good ten to run your game, and you're in a good place in this league of where it is now, because those are the areas that allow you to have consistency and platforms to play. And the teams that aren't doing well are a lot of times where they don't get that in the game. Yeah. So you had uh, a 45-17 final. Then the other team from Texas, yeah, the Sabercats. I picked them as well. I thought I was hoping like, cause Sam Windsor, I like at ten, and and they. You know, I was hoping that the home opener would give them, galvanize them a little bit. You know, they were competitive in San Diego, but uh, they got they got staunched hard. Toronto Arrows are a good yeah, team. they're a good side. Even missing guys with the ARC exactly. as well, it's impressive that they've been able to churn that out. Should have won at the at the SeaWorld, and then you know that win on the road as well as some of the other results they've had. Like they're definitely a team to respect in this league. Yeah, they've got Dan Moore who's on the show, who's. Uh, had some time at Oxford yeah. and a little run with Carnegie Leeds over yeah. in uh, in England, your your turf and uh, their back line had dynamic scores, but it's because of the work in the front five. Yeah, their front five is official. They get through a lot of work and and for me, it's, they have something like eight home games yeah. to finish the season because well, they're starting yeah. eight on the road. That's what I'm saying. It's an eight home game run in. You know, yeah. they're a team to keep an eye on. Like even if you're not picking them now in your top three or four, that they, they have a real good chance of the playoff run with that run at the end. Totally, totally. And then you had uh, Seattle and Rooney. That was a tough one. I picked Rooney just thinking that you know should have probably picked them against Nola the week before, but I just went with Nola three games in a row. Bonus point wins at home, and then obviously then Rooney, you know, hadn't had that many games in the competition, but picked them this week because they won on the road. They've won two on the road coming in, but just wasn't their game. You know, uncharacteristic errors, turned the ball over too many times, line out kind of fell apart as well. Scrum was inconsistent, and and then they just didn't take opportunities. They had areas of dominance in the game. I think that massively that 15-minute window after half time, they came out. Camped down there forever, got no points, and then they stole the score the Stoller try. And they were a little unlucky with that try, and I'd say the one just before halftime as well. It looked like 
was it Foden, whoever was tackled early? Like if yeah. he, he was calling for the penalty. Yeah, he exactly. And, the and you, you know, but that's rugby. You yeah. don't get those. But then really the game comes. They still could have won the game regardless of those tries. If they made created enough to have opportunity down there, they just didn't convert. They're, they'll be, I, I spoke to Foden yesterday. They're hurting from that. They know they should have done better. And, and you know what, though? But yeah. you've got to credit Seattle. You've got to credit Seattle. They're turning up. Um, love Seymour at 10 as well. You know, against Marsh, he's probably, you'd say, one of the standout 10s in the league. I thought Seymour did a great job. Yes, Seattle got stuck in the half a little bit, but the way he was able to orchestrate things, he kicked really well, which you've got to do against Rooney as well. And, and and I think that was, you know, the difference maker with a few, like, you know, sparks of X Factor. But you also talk about kicking, the kicking game for Seattle with Staller. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's automatic. Yeah, exactly. And he's also a big guy on the wing. Yeah, he's big. Two I really tries. like him. Yeah, and Turner at the back I thought was great. I think Rooney really have to work on their kick chase. I think they, you know, they consistently were just giving Seattle, they'd exit their half and then they just give Seattle in straight back in with yeah. Matt Turner or someone would make yeah. a good break and you're just alleviating pressure then receiving it and you just never kind of get going when you're playing that right. back and forth game. So I think that's an area that if they tightened it up, it would have been a lot easier for them. And you know, you got a guy like Shalom Suniola breaking ankles yeah, with a try, with I know. arguably a try of the week. Exactly, X Factor. Yeah. He's been sharp in a lot of their games. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's 10, 12, yeah, 13. He comes to the line flat yeah. and he can di distribute as well as do the steps. So you always got to respect those guys. Not one trick pony. He's not yeah. coming to hit the hard line or just Crazy. step. He kind of brings the all round, all court games. You have to respect him out there. Alex, do you think the big reason Seattle beat Rooney was because Richie? Walker's fingernails were painted because he forgot the projector. This is the head coach, ladies and gentlemen. I know. What did they have? Yeah. Were they pink? They said on the broadcast. I forget. He wanted, he kept his hands in I think his they pockets. They said on the broadcast. Yeah. They said the broadcast they, they were pink. And the players are all wearing Died. the dyed and, you hair know, for being late to meetings. Some of that's culture. Yeah, a big part of this is culture. And right. Seattle seemed to have the culture, the environment, the fans totally. down. So that's. You know, I don't think it hurts when your coach buys into your culture and actually, you know, gets in with the boys. It. It's a right. bonding thing. It's all about relationships. Did and this see, is so new to a lot of this, to everyone in these leagues. Did you see Vern Carter painting his fingernails? No. Gordon Tetchens? No. But no, but they're not in the NMLR. Right? I could see someone like face. Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones would probably I could see it. someone yeah. like but that. He might concede to his toes. Yeah. But I, I'm calling out Seattle fans because you guys are swearing that you're the, you're the, the big fan base here. I dare you to all dye your hair and paint your fingernails seawolf green. Okay? Seawolf green. All right, let's move on. You're only saying that because you can't dye your hair. Oh, that hurts. I'm just that saying. just hurts. I'm just saying. Then you had Utah hosting Oh, man. Glendale. I picked Utah. I quite liked, I've looked, liked the look of Utah. And I like they have, you know, the X factor. They have that Polynesian sort of flavor to their, to their brand of rugby as well. But with a bit of control at 10. 60 minutes. And they just imploded, man. 60 minutes. What about that try for Glendale, oh, the hooker? Chad Goff. He, did he rip it? He turned he it over it, himself. He, he yeah. Got, I, don't, I don't recall how he how the ball came into his hands, but it was in the try I have a feeling zone. he turned it over at the rock, kind yeah. of spun out, and I couldn't see from the footage if that's exactly what he did or not, but I think that's what happened. How, how outrageous. Defying all logic, yeah. reason, everything under the sun, the hooker running 100 meters for the try, untouched. I know. Untouched. I know. And there was backs chasing him as well. <laughs> it was it was impressive. And he's a Salt Lake City guy, from, if I'm not mistaken, so that's even more. But, but the leads that Utah blew, yeah. They were up 16 0 at halftime. They were up 21 zip. They were up 21 5. Then they'd put the knockout punch. Yeah. 26 to 5. Ball is still there. O'Malley 
Coming up on the outside is Dal. Looks like oh, a little bit of obstruction. Referee says no. Flick down the back. Down the floor. How about that? But Tim O'Malley, who's been automatic on conversions, misses a conversion yeah. at 26. That could have made it 28-5. Comes back to haunt them later on. Right? He had a, he got the broadcasters jinx. They said oh, he isn't perfect this season. So what happens? He mixes he misses his next two conversions. And in the meantime, you've got the the, the human roll, uh, bowling ball that is Ryberg. Yeah, I know. He's, looks like Kean Healy on yeah, the way. Have you seen Ryback in <laughs> wrestling in WWE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of him when they say Ryberg and he's trucking. Exactly. I think of Ryback. It's crazy. Yeah, it's he's, crazy. A, he's a big old boy. But they've got some dynamics. Yeah, I I I, I like them as well. And I wasn't hundred percent. I I picked Utah mainly because they were missing nine and ten. Right. Because of because you know, because of the Glendale was missing, Glendale was missing nine, and nine, nine and ten. Sean Davies. And yeah, Will McGee. exactly. So I and they were at home and I'd like to. Yeah, and right. so I kind of figured like that leaned me towards Utah and the pick, but they just kind of lost their way. You know, they were doing so many things well, you know, taking the opportunities, playing the right areas, getting on the front foot and then offloading and then being, you know, decisive. And then they kind of just got trapped in their own. It's, man, yeah. it's all about game control in this MLR. I'm telling yeah. you, the teams that control where the game's played, hold on to the ball, don't cough it up easy. That's the recipe to win right now. And not try to be like a Michael Jordan passing the ball. No. Just- just but when it's passes. on, like I don't want to take that away because Utah's try with a seven scored in the corner with the offload Very that nice. was that was impressive. You don't want to like nice. shackle teams, Very but nice. when you're on the front foot in the twenty-two, that's when you take the risks. You know what I mean? Not at the halfway line, not and and it's just about ball retention, ball retention, ball retention, field position. I think gives you a really good chance of making the playoffs in this league. Agreed, agreed. All right, so going forward, you got um, predictions for the MLR. Yeah, it's right? a tough one this week. It's There's two one. I know. I'm, you started out I, seven and yeah, one. Yeah, I flew out the gate. Yeah. I was like six and oh, seven and yeah. one. But honestly, I look at lineups, 10, and the pack. It's kind of how I've been picking. Like, and, 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 it, and it works, but the league's not been, like, it's not been around long enough. because you have the ARCs interrupting Yeah, exactly, and it's too, not like, America's it's hard to get that consistency of like, all right, this team's going to play like this every week and you trust regardless of they're missing one or two that they're still, the machine's still going to move in the same way. I think later in the season, you'll have a bit more faith in the way teams will go, but yeah. right now, because it's still so fresh, someone comes in at 10 or 9, it might be their first or second game there and it's hard to then get the result that you might expect. So it's a, it's a hard league to pick right now. Yeah. Well, we got, we've got some hard picks coming up ahead of us for yeah. this weekend. We've got Toronto going into Glendale. Yeah. I'm going to pick. See, I, I, this is the one I haven't picked. The other, can we go to the other two first? Because I'm going to make the pick right now because I haven't actually – I've looked at the bracket – and I've already you, filled you, in the other are two. Are you, you going to be studying notes in the meantime? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> just thinking about it. I think I'd rather get my definitive All right, ones you know what? out we'll of the skip. way. We'll go, well, let's, 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 let's accommodate Alex Corbusero, ladies and gentlemen. Go to uh, Rooney at Houston. Rooney. Okay, you didn't um, need to think yeah, about that. That's what I'm that saying. One, Those ones. Right. <laughs> okay, hold on. And then you got uh, Nola going into Utah. Tough one. I've been thinking about it, but I'm going to go with Nola. What are you thinking about? What, what's the think about there? Just because when you lose a game like that, like Utah lost, you yeah. come out swinging the next week because you're stung and you've been riled up in training. Like you, you know, all the things that you did wrong, you've been hammered for in that week. So usually, and they did a lot of good in that game too. So that's the only like mitigating circumstance to me is like sometimes when you, you have those results, but you still did a lot well, but then you blew it. 
you fixed all the things you blew that week in training, be hammered for them. Then you go out and play really well. So that's like the only and you know, and they're at home and cold like, weather. Yeah, and altitude. Nola have, have Nola traveled yet? Uh, no, they've been at home so every game. I think so. So yeah. that's another factor, like why I would say it's not as easy a pick as someone would say straight off the bat. They haven't. They did all four at home. I think. Did they? I, yeah. I, I was wondering if they played one of the Texas teams, but uh, we'll check that. In oh, the, in check the notes. it. Maybe yeah, I thought they won. F- it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You might be right. No, Aaron Castro, uh, call us on it. Um, um, but yeah, and so I'm gonna pick Nola. But there are like those. those I'm just giving you insight into how it's. This is a big test for Nola because yeah. if they're for real, right? If they're for real, they're and they're missing, missing key players. Yeah, I think they're missing a few as well. They're missing a couple of key players, but. If they're for real, they win this game. Yeah, right. I agree. Uh, so, you have to win. You have to win these games. I'm going with. I'm going with. Uh, with uh, Nola. Yeah, me too. And backtracking to the. I'm going with Rooney. Yeah. Steve Lewis is going with Rooney. He is going with Nola, and we're going to go back to that first match. Yeah. Toronto at Glendale. I'm going to go Toronto. I'm going to go Toronto as well, and the lizard is going with. Glendale. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the fence on that one. I think that was the one I looked at all week going, it could go either way. This is a, this is a Glendale nine, at home questions. have to yeah. start winning games like to be where they want to be. Um, but Toronto are getting momentum, even with the ARC. Both teams are affected by the ARC, but if you look at momentum, I'd say favoring uh, the what, what, what uh, Toronto have been doing. All right, but uh, you know, going back to that Seattle... Toronto game for me. Yeah. Because Toronto's one mistake was not controlling the ball like we talked about. And yeah. I'm talking about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I know the game you're talking about. Time the running out, the back kicking the, the ball away yeah. twice. But that's right? experience sometimes. Like when you're missing players. You can't do that in Glendale. No, you can't. But they probably, that's the thing is, but the thing is what I say is you learn, they've learned that lesson now. You know what I mean? Like learn that, you've, you, well, you hope you've learned that lesson. If you, if you, serious about this when you have a game like that you reflect on it and learn those lessons especially yeah. when you're n- new people in the team it's a massive learning curve when you go through that experience and then you're like right all right we just kick it out or just be smart and you, and sometimes when you're in the moment you've got 60 minutes to worry about everything else seeing the game out the end and you haven't done it as a team like you make these mistakes but if you learn from them that that's a, that's that's the big question now and i think they would have the x factor for glendale and the, the one thing that is like the one player that's really Taking me, that grabbed my attention. Luke White, converted prop. Yeah. Now, like in the top five ground gainers in the league, he's fielding the kicks on the on the restarts. And, yeah, and, it's, a, it's and he's back on. He's he's a beast. He's a beast, man. There's some athletes in this league. Like, and there's some there's some big. He's impressive. One's definitely to watch. Yeah. So, I, I just think the nine ten thing yeah, is going to hurt Glendale. That, that's what I think. I, but when they get their players back, they, they've. They've done the job while they've had their players. Yeah. Away. They've had key players, players away. away. When David you lose Johnson. nine and 10, that's massive. That's yeah. like the spine of your team. And then Hanko, a big ball carrier for yeah. them as well. Like, that's a big difference in this league. Force of nature. Yeah. But D- Dave Williams has done a very good job to hold yeah. that team together I think and so. keep the, that, that tie was big. It, yeah. They didn't win, but they didn't lose. Oh, yeah. It could have been a lot worse. Right, right. So, so dig yourself out of that as well. That builds a lot of self-belief in the team. Look at Wales and the Six Nations. Uh, that's know, our that, next that oh, comeback. That comeback, teaser. though, it's, those things give you a little, like, when you've dug yourself out, yeah. like, it's a little bit of a self-belief booster big time. And a teaser and a cliffhanger for our next segment on the ARCs and the Six Nations with Alex Corbusero. But we are out of time right now. So on behalf of my friend, Mr. Alex Corbusero, 
I'm Matt McCarthy of Rugby Wrap-Up, talking Major League Rugby here at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, signing off.